Hi, everybody. This is Gil. Thank you for listening. So it's been a while, and I'll explain what has been going on with me in the episode that's coming up in a moment. And then we'll talk about the movie Barbie. And I have with me my friend and Albanian podcaster extraordinaire, Lirza Elazai. She's a co-host in the French-speaking feminist podcast, Les Poissons Sans Bicyclette, Fish Without Bicycles. So here comes the conversation. I love the smell of napalm in the morning. What would I do have? I have a very particular set of skills. Hello, and welcome to As Depicted on Film. Hi, Lirza. Hi, Barbie. <laughs> How are you doing? I am fine. It's, um, it's a Sunday here in Lausanne, and after two weeks of extreme heat, it's finally 20 degrees. So oh. we could sleep, we can chill. So I have like this weird energy that is actually kind of nice. And you? This has been the worst summer in terms of climate and weather, it's oppressive. Yeah. Like you don't yeah. want to get out of the house for like the entire day outside of, yeah. you know, the early hours or the evening hours. <laughs> yeah. And um, it took me a while to analyze it, but I finally did that the heat in Lausanne where I live is actually uh, worse to live in than in Albania, even though Albania is further south. Because you're I Albanian happens, originally. Hmm? I'm Albanian, yes. And uh, because um, here the days are longer, so the highest temperature reaches its peak at around 5 p.m., while in Albania it reaches it around 2 p.m. So here uh. the heat lasts longer, and it's like at some point it's <laughs> 11 p.m., and you're still dying of heat, yeah. Oh, no. Yeah. I can't stand it anymore. I can't stand it. That's it. Is it getting cooler or not yet? No, no, it's getting hotter. (laughs) (laughs) It's not just because of the weather. For many reasons, that's it. I'm leaving Israel. Yes, you told me. So I'm sorry. I'm like, there's only so much political news I can take in a week, generally. So can you please say a couple of things about what's happening in Israel right now? Uh, so you know, basically, it's it's the same thing that I, that we've been talking about for ten years. You know, like just like in a lot of other countries, you have a group of crazy politicians, arsonists, racists, just hateful people who just like their whole political motivation is to get into conflicts. Doesn't matter which conflicts okay. they are; that depends on the specific political situation. So here, the specific political situation. <clears throat> Because we have so many corrupt politicians and some of them, like the prime minister, you know, standing trial for corruption. So they created a conflict with the judicial system, trying basically to cancel any supervision on political decisions. They want to be able to make all the decisions. The government controls the parliament and the parliament will control the courts. Basically, the government controls everything. You don't have three branches. You have one branch. And that's it. We can make all the decisions and they are already acting. And the thing is, the amazing thing here is that they are very, like more than they are evil, they are stupid. They are very, mm. very, very, very stupid. Mm. So, what, so what, what they did is basically they revealed to the whole world and to the whole country what their plans are. Just like 
told everybody straight up what they're trying mm-hmm. to do. And you know that politically, the right wing, it plays on being able to hide what they're actually planning mm. in order to recruit, uh, you know, support. Because if they, yeah. once they tell everybody, okay, we want to, you know, now nobody gets abortion after six weeks, 15 weeks. Oh, now people are like, okay, now you jolted yeah. me. Now you got my, my attention. So basically they just revealed we're building a Death Star. Yeah. So, you know, the vast majority of the people who are not politically involved, they were just jolted into an epileptic situation and everybody's just like going crazy and fighting. Uh, you know, I, I'm in a different place, whatever. I okay, support them, so but I'm leaving. <laughs> but you're leaving. Yeah. So you're leaving because you just mentally you can't take it anymore. Mentally, emotionally, I can't take it. Take it, can't take it anymore. I, I am able to, you know, I earn my income online. Yeah. And uh, I have an EU passport. <laughs> yeah. And everywhere, almost like ninety-five percent of the places in Europe are way cheaper than Tel Aviv. So this is for me complete news. I did not know this, that Tel Aviv and Israel is so expensive. I had no idea because in my, I don't know, in my amalgamation of kind of a couple of information I had, I thought it was as cheap as Italy. Mm. And then you told me your rent and you have, (laughs) your rent is only slightly cheaper than mine. And I live in Switzerland and Switzerland is notoriously expensive. And I live in a very good neighborhood. And also, uh, how big is 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 your apartment? It's like bigger, 90, 90 ah. square meter. Okay. Yeah. So mine is barely 70. Okay. Yeah. And I live in the shittiest area of town. The shittiest area yeah. of town. Nothing green. Just noise everywhere. Horrible, horrible, horrible. And this is the rent. Everywhere I land in Europe, it's, it's going to feel, you know, cheaper for me. <laughs> That's amazing. I had no idea. Yeah. It's insane. Oh my god! It's just like being you know, a little bit more chill about the rent and everything, and also just like you know, being more chill. Yeah, yeah. I, I this, we were talking about this earlier, so I understand this this feeling of just snatching yourself away from a concrete physical situation uh, to, to survive, actually, mentally and emotionally. I mean, uh, it's just like I need to get away now, and then we'll think later, kind of situation, right? Exactly. I'm giving yeah. away all my stuff, except just yeah. like the, the basic things that I want to keep. But just yeah. like everything giving away. And just I want to be light on my feet. I feel this is a moment to be light on your feet. Is that easy to do, giving away all your stuff? Like, are you giving away your books or books, I don't know, everything. I see a chessboard. Yeah. Who are you yeah. giving it away to? Like I like I did it on like in stages at first. Okay. Uh, I just like the books that I were okay, whatever. I don't need them anymore. I don't need them. Okay. And then slowly but surely you feel okay. I will not read this again, or I will not read this book, or yeah, whatever. This is like a, like a symbol for something that I don't need anymore. So just like slowly but surely, you you just keep the few basic things that have an emotional you have an emotional attachment. And okay. and as you look at it, it just become it's just like so few so few things. So I will just basically at first just take me with me the things that I need, as you know, for work and clothes, and some you know stuff that would make me feel at home. That's it. 
That's it. One suitcase. That's amazing. That's amazing. I feel like I could never do it. I I will not say never because recently I've done a lot of stuff that I never thought I could do. But uh, I feel like yeah, I feel like that's very telling that you're doing that because it's not a small thing to give away your stuff. Yeah, just like I know, I just don't want, I don't want to be here anymore. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. okay. So before so before we get depressed, let's talk about the fun, 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 fun movie of the summer. Of the year, maybe, Barbie. I forgot how funny it was. I just like watched a few trailers just to, because we watched the movie like a few weeks ago, right? Yeah. Like a few days apart or something. Ah, so much fun. So funny. And also very interesting. Very fresh. Yeah. So I watched it too. I watched the avant-première. I don't know how you say it in English. Uh, Pre-premiere. In Lausanne. Pre-premiere review. I don't know how they call it. So it's been, it's been a while. It's been more than a couple of weeks for me. Mm. And it was a very perplexing experience uh, mm. to me because it was so unabashedly feminist and clashed with all this very capitalist uh, stereotypical aesthetic that it's really it's really an interesting experience yeah right and we yeah. also had interesting experiences in the theater right watching exactly it. We're, we're, we'll talk yeah. about that in a moment so yeah. so just some details okay so barbie uh, directed and written by uh, greta gerwig also written Woo-hoo. by noah baumbach and uh, starring mainly Margot Robbie and uh, Ryan Gosling and Margot Robbie also famously uh, produced the movie and the plot the basic plot is that there is a Barbie land everything is perfect in, everything is perfect in the female run Barbie land Barbie is perfect the the men there the kens basically they're there to court or serve or please the women they're useless they're not doing anything important. All the important things are done by women. All the important decisions are being taken by women. And things change when Barbie changes in a way that makes her go to the real world where everything is the opposite of Barbie land. This is yeah. patriarchy. So all the decisions are made by men, which suddenly seems grotesque (laughs) after we've been immersed into the barbie land and they're making all the decisions including for women they have all the all the important jobs they are they don't take women uh, seriously at all which is kind of like a shock for us because (laughs) after barbie land and that makes everything interesting because ken he's like seduced by patriarchy he's like oh yeah i like that it never never (laughs) occurred to him hmm let's do that and hilarity ensues basically Yes, exactly. So maybe we start with the the state of the the state the state in which Barbie Land is. Yeah. And you said we we go see the opposite and it's patriarchy. And it's actually kind of interesting because I don't think those two are perfect opposites. And maybe we'll talk about mm. one of your points that you had is is Barbie Land feminist and uh, all that crap. Mm. Because um first of all, you said something interesting. You said in Barbie land, Ken's exist to serve the Barbies. But it's more than that. I feel like Ken's exist just when they are looked at by Barbies mm. and just when they right. have the attention of the Barbies. Right. That's wow. how they, their whole identity exists wow. around Barbies paying attention to them. Wow, I wonder what was the inspiration for that. It's so random. I, I have no <laughs> idea where they got that from. So in that way, it's it's true that it's the absolute opposite of um, of the patriarchy. Like... Mm. Uh, yeah, women exist in the male gaze. Mm-hmm. We won't go into that now because yeah. it's a whole subject. 
And, uh, but I think there's still a difference because Barbie land is extremely joyful. You can't say that about patriarchy. No, it's not joyful. I think there's a difference. Yeah. Also, just and, in the clothing yeah. and the set, right? Exactly. Like, like, in the off, like in the boardroom of Mattel, it's, you know, okay, Will Ferrell is fun, but they, but, but they don't look fun. They're not dressed fun. They're not no. having fun. They're not smiling. They're not smiling. They're not dancing. They're not, yeah. <laughs> they're not going, yeah, they're not chilling all day and doing parties all day, right? Yeah. <laughs> it's very depressed. Yeah. Very depressing. And very depressing. And there's also this kind of nuance in Barbie land that, of course, the cans, like, don't matter at all. But there's this thing where Barbies don't seem to impose on the cans what they should wear, what they should do. They don't seem to impose it. Mm. It just seems like the cans don't matter. So it's just... I think it's an important nuance. I'm not right. defending Barbie Land, but the, it's also like to note. the cans are also not not uh, in danger of getting attacked by Barbies. <laughs> yeah, there's no violence in Barbie Land. There's exactly. no violence in Barbie Land. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. because so it it just shows that the the opposite of patriarchy in the movie whatever matriarchy because it's not a feminist yeah. haven, right? Because no. it's not equal. No. And, uh, you know, you still have genders, two genders, right? Yeah. So the opposite, as far as I can go, is I can't go all the way opposite because it would just be too dark. It won't be a comedy, right? It won't be a satirical comedy. If you have, if like Barbies also attacked Ken and didn't believe the Kens when they said they were attacked, that would be just a two, that's just like a different movie. <laughs> that's like a dystopia. That would be so interesting to see, to watch. <laughs> Suddenly, I'm like, can you imagine Barbie's doing that? Yeah. So as a woman, when I watched that whole section, it was actually very nice. It was like candy <laughs> to my soul. It was really nice because it was so, so great to see a world where just women are in charge, but there's no violence. There's only joy. They're just dancing every night. And they, they have these beautiful houses where even gravity doesn't apply. And uh, oh, it was really, it was Utopia. candy to my soul. Yeah, it was great. Just watching that was just great. It just just like giving us something for once. It was really nice. I also liked, uh, obviously, Rand Gosling, one of my favorite actors. He's just awesome in everything he does, and yeah. he's just so good in this in this role. And like the vulnerably the, the 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 vulnerable male character, that's so refreshing. And you know, even just like having him as a side character and not carrying the weight of the movie, that's also a little bit, as you know, as a male, whatever. Just like, ah, mm -hmm. oh, just like, can we just unload a little bit? Or like, do we have to carry all the weight of everything in all of the stories everywhere? Can we just be like a side character, just does a little bit and it's just like, stupid but not stupid in a way that you despise him just like he's like ha 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 he's also you like him also i don't know it's just like it's i felt a little bit lighter watching it like, that's ah, interesting that's nice okay that's interesting like for once you're not in the spotlight as a gender yeah, do i want to be in yeah. the spotlight all the time no who wants yeah. to be in the spotlight all the time just like narcissistic people yeah absolutely it's interesting Yeah, I really loved Ryan Gosling in the role because um, I, f I thought, I mean, Mattel uh, and this movie went all in, mm -hmm. really all in. They really ridiculed Mattel, they ridiculed Barbie, and that's good. But uh, I thought that 
Ryan Gosling is even if though even if he's the nicest guy in the world, I don't know him, he's still a cis white guy. So I felt like that role maybe wasn't that easy for him to play. I, I don't know, but I felt like it wasn't easy. And it actually feels good to see him do that. <laughs> and he's also like one of the best looking people in the world. Yeah. And, and, he, and you still have to like him. And he has, he has to toe that fine line between like being a loser, but still being relatable. It's yeah. A, I don't, yeah, it wasn't easy. And uh, I wanted to, to get into one, uh, one of the points that I know you wanted to talk about. Mm. about how attractive it is to not be in the spotlight, to not make all the decisions, right? Because mm-hmm. there is a part where things change in Barbie land, and then it's like, oh, isn't it nice also that other people are taking care of business? Yeah, I thought that was interesting, and it's presented as like a... They kind of gloss over it, but I think it's it's a very important question. I think it tackles very important issues for feminists, which is... What is the origin of patriarchy and why are we at this point right now? Okay. Like the state of the art. Why is it where it is? And uh, so one of the things they talk about is that the Barbies get brainwashed by Ken's. So it kind of, if we make the parallel with the real world. Right, because world, when they go back, they change, they turn it, Barbie into a patriarchy. Yeah, they, they, they change Barbie land into a kingdom. <laughs> the Kens are in charge. Yeah, the Kens are in charge and all the Barbies are like reprogrammed and completely brainwashed. Washed, and even President Barbie is like serving beer to the men. And there's this notion that the Barbies are brainwashed. And if you make the parallel with the feminist questions and with the real world, it's kind of going into this notion that the women are brainwashed. Mm-hmm. So I think it's not at all... Um, I don't know, like a light topic or a superficial topic. It's, it's a very important question. And I, I definitely felt like I was gaslit my whole life when I became a feminist. I definitely felt like, in a way... I, I didn't use the word brainwashed. I used the word, the word gaslit. I was like, they, you guys made me believe that this world is normal, that this world is egalitarian, but it's actually not. So I understand the brainwashed thing. But to come out and say that women are brainwashed and they need to wake up, it's, I feel like it's audacious. I feel like it's, it's brave because it's, to me, I feel uneasy at the idea of calling women brainwashed. But you had uh, another interpretation of the word brainwashed that actually makes it easier for me to swallow. Right. I'm reminding a moment, but just to, uh, to your point, like when you're told that you are brainwashed, or you were brainwashed, basically disempowering you, telling you you're, exactly. you're, you're an idiot. You're an idiot. It's insulting. It's yeah. insulting. Yeah. Yeah. You were saying that brainwashing in this case is just education, and I agree. I agree. Uh, and when you were telling me that, I, I thought about a friend who I really... She told me that her mom always has been vegetarian. And I was completely curious. I was like, wow, so what, what's it like growing with a vegetarian mom? And uh, she's like, oh, you know, but we could eat everything because um, our mom was not strict. And she was like, just because I don't eat meat, I'm not going to impose to you my diet. And, and I was like, yeah, okay, that sounds nice. And then I went home and I was thinking about it. And I was like, well, my parents didn't bat an eye when imposing meat to us. Exactly. So it's, to, to your point, it's like, you're going to be brainwashed anyway. So I had to become 34 years old or 33 to become vegetarian. So yes. I was brainwashed into eating meat. Exactly. And, uh, and as, yeah. a vig- as a vegan, you, you don't know how many times people uh, ask you, oh, 
is your daughter a vegan? Are you yeah. forcing her to, to be vegan? The baby doesn't choose uh, steak. Right. Like, yeah. like oh, I want the chicken. Please kill this chicken, yeah. daddy, because I want to eat it. <laughs> yeah. That's really funny. So, so yeah, since we had this conversation, I feel better about it. Also, it's a movie about dolls. So it's, <laughs> it kind of fits to oversimplify things. Right. And just to talk about programming and brainwashing. Yeah. And it's also funny. It helps that it's funny yeah. and fun. And so you don't take it seriously, even though some people, for some reason, took it really seriously. That's and so really, interesting to me. Their feelings got hurt because of this movie. They, like they couldn't stand not being in the spotlight and not being the heroes and being vulnerable and goofy. They felt as if everybody was laughing at them. That's really interesting to me. So I'll answer to that in a minute, but I'll finish um, because you started by talking about the, um, the comfort of not being in charge. Uh, I mean, because okay. while talking about the brainwashing, because I, I, I took a step back, yeah. um, you see this thing where I think it's President Barbie. She goes like, it's actually fun not to be in charge. Mm. And I think we have to reckon with that a little yeah. bit as women, but also not just women, other people who are... Uh, you know, in, in submission, uh, submissive to the patriarchy. It's that I'm not saying it lasts long. I'm not saying it's a long-term solution, but at least in the beginning, when you like don't have any responsibilities and you don't have to confront people every day and confront responsibilities and confront, I don't know, uh, requirements, it's actually very nice. And I feel that because, um, for example, I, I've already talked about this uh, in this podcast. I hate working the way work is organized today. Yeah. The fact that we have to wake up every day and be productive yeah. for eight hours and then, and if somebody told me you can stay home and take care of your kid, I could understand that at least temporarily you're like, Oh, that feels good. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I think it's something we have to reckon with. I'm not saying it's a good solution. I'm not saying it's a good thing. I'm not saying it lasts very long because all these stay at home moms at some point. Yeah. I think, it. I think the problem is that like, like the gender roles because like the, what it reminds me is uh, my dad, he had a perfectly uh, fine memory for movies, the movies that he watched yeah. until the day he met my mom. My mom has like an encyclopedia of movies. So like yeah. in their joint uh, you know, tribe, she was in charge of all of, this all of these things. And he never remembered another movie that he watched for the rest of his life. That's so, so funny. That's so, so interesting. Funny. It's so funny. Yeah. And, and, like, and like once I asked him, tell me, do you, did you remember mo uh, movies before? Because it was like a thing that he doesn't remember movies before you met mom. And then like, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, it, it's so, so it's just like a tribal thing. It's like if you have roles within the tribe, it's, it's nice that somebody is in charge of washing the dishes. Oh, I don't have to worry about washing the dishes. Yeah. Somebody else does that. But the, it's just the way that society is constructed. We have so much shit we had to deal with just to get through life, not do anything yeah. special, right? Yeah. <laughs> just like get through life. So obviously it's even more attractive that somebody else is making, you know, bigger decisions yeah. because we're not made to make so many decisions all the time about every single thing, every yeah. little bureaucracy. What? This is insane. Until, until it becomes oppressive and then you react. Exactly. I think it's, it's an interesting thing. Yeah. I, I mean, I don't want to like... Um, 
come up front too much with this because I think, uh, I think it's a real issue to think about. But at least as a woman and as a feminist, when I watched this at Barbie, I could feel it. I could feel the temptation of saying, you know what, I will surrender to the gender roles. Mm -hmm. I will surrender to the lack of responsibility. I will surrender to not fighting. Yeah. And it's, it, I can, I can yeah. see the temptation. Yeah. Right. It's soothing. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's soothing for just a while. Nice. Yeah. Okay, so it's, like, so it's good storytelling. It's good storytelling, absolutely. Yeah. Okay, so you want to tell us about uh, your theater watching experience? Yeah, so we went, as I said, to the avant-première. I had no idea that the, this kind of preview is a whole fandom thing. Apparently, people who go to the previews are real fans. They dress up, and it's like an, it's like an event. So uh, I go there. Everybody, lots of people are dressed as Barbie or Ken. It's, full, it's filled with the queer community. So Gender I run swapping. into a lot of people. You have like, a, yeah. like a men, quote unquote, dressed as Barbie and vice versa. You have all kinds that of stuff. That thing, I don't, I don't remember it specifically, but I, yeah, I remember men dressed as very, uh, like queer coded, like okay. with, um, okay. with glitter and pink okay. and, uh, yeah. And the, the theater was full. Nice. I did not expect that at all. <laughs> and, uh, Everybody laughed when it was funny. It was really like a, yeah, like a collaborative experience, uh -huh. participative experience. And in the end, everybody applauded. And that was so much fun. Because uh, wow. it's rare you go to the movies and people applaud in the end. I mean, it doesn't happen every day. Such a good so, uh, and positive experience to carry. Yeah, very like nice. A, very fitting. Yeah. I, yeah. I, I, I also had a great experience, just like it was different. <laughs> I, yeah, yeah. I bought a ticket just like, okay, I'll watch it tonight. Yeah. And I didn't know it, but it was like a special screening for this uh, mom group, like <laughs> suburban shopping young mom group. And they got like a coupon or something and they all got together like this online community, whatever. And you had like wine. <laughs> you know, I just went to see a movie. Okay. And... <laughs> and I could not see one single man there. Like everybody, every, just women, just women, every single person. Only at the end later, I saw that there was another man in the theater. Yeah. And there was like a 45-minute talk <laughs> before, before the movie What began. did they talk about? <laughs> Whatever <laughs> trends. It was just... Uh, It wasn't a very good uh, talk, but just like it felt for me like an anthropological experience. I was just like yeah. one man in a theater uh, filled with women, you know, moms. I was like a, with moms. I was like a fly on the wall and <laughs> everything was nice and positive. And even at the end, when the speaker, when she when she uh, went down the stage, she apologized for using the female gender verb, even though like, there was a man in the audience, because in Hebrew, the neutral, uh, yeah. like everything in Hebrew is either female or, or male. Like every yeah. verb, everything that you say. So if you want to say like one does, that's the male yeah. version. So technically, okay. if there are a thousand women and one man, you use the, <laughs> the male version. Yeah. And you only use the female. That's just like, uh, also how it's used. It's weird. If there are three women and one man and they will use the female verb, it, you will feel excluded. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they will supposedly not feel excluded by using the male uh, version because that's the neutral one. So because she, the neutral, yeah. So she apologized to me. She said, oh, there's, a, there's also the men there. Sorry for using it. Of course, she didn't need to apologize, but just like it was... Yeah. It was also very, uh, you know, apropos to, to the movie later that Barbie Land is happy and <laughs> joyous. <laughs> yeah. And it wasn't oppressive yeah. at all. It, it wasn't fits. oppressive. Like, I didn't, feel, I, I didn't feel that this was, you know, my people there watching the movie. I was a guest, but everybody was nice to me. And everybody made yeah, me feel so, welcome. So there's no problem. There's no problem. Yeah. Just like I'm a guest. Okay, it's good to be a guest sometimes. Yeah. And if and if the guest is treated well, there's no problem. Yeah, you want to be a guest. You don't want to host people all the time. Goes no, also to write the responsibility of carrying. Yeah, that was nice. It was yeah. nice. I was like, ah, oh, yeah, okay. You know, in my own city, going to a movie, being a guest—that's nice. Yeah, and it's also nice, like you said, for it not always to be about you. It's it's nice to be a fly on the wall sometimes. Of course, this is why I want to go to <laughs> Europe. <laughs> I don't want anything to be about me. I want it to be about whatever it is that is there. <laughs> yes. That's it. I've, I've had enough. I've had enough. Oh, man, I get it. Okay. Uh, yeah. Anything else you feel like you, you, you didn't touch on or you want to end on this high yeah. note? Yeah. Yeah. I want to end about, uh, with the fact that the main characters are Margot, played by Margot Robbie and Ryan Gosling, which are two cis people, heterosexual, white extremely handsome and beautiful Ugh. yeah so they're like inconceivably they're like on, handsome and beautiful incon- yeah they're like they're like the, the dolls and um so i think it's interesting because in general you we criticize movies that uh don't represent enough um enough different bodies you know right Oh, the main character is always cis, hetero, white, beautiful. Yeah, right. So it, that has a real problem because the stories we tell are very important and that ends up give, be, having this consequence of us not being able to empathize with other kinds right. of people. Right. So it that makes us more conservative, right? It's education, as we said. Right. It's education, exactly. And, all, and often like black women or fat women, what is considered to be fat, or um, I don't know, gay guys are always like the funny, quirky best friend, always mm. there to feed the line right. to the main character. Right. So this is a real problem. And the man, you're either an alpha or a beta. Uh, yeah. What's yeah, up yeah, with exactly. That? What's up with that? Yeah. And there's so many things you can't have together, like a fat guy who is also serious. Uh, you know, <laughs> yeah. it's, it's really, it's a problem. Right. <laughs> but, yeah. and this is something I felt with, I felt in my life, is that something that is interesting about telling a feminist story uh, from the point of view of these people who are on top of the pyramid is that since people are educated to empathize with them, they will listen to them more. Because uh. I have had this in my life as a, as a feminist, like, I am white, I am hetero, I am cis, and I am considered to be in the standards of beauty. Like, I, I, am, I have a weight that is considered uh, normal yeah. in our society. I'm kind of blonde, no, no, no. And really, when I started the podcast, I had friends, guy friends, who almost literally told me something along the lines of, I, I, it hurts me to listen to you in the podcast, what you've been through, because... Uh, how do I say this? Because you have everything on your side. Like you have everything to be happy. And what it means, because I, I won't go into it too deep. What it means is like men want to fuck you. Why are you sad? 
<laughs> yes. yes. Honestly, that's it. Yes. Yeah, that's it. So, and also, because so if I were black, if I were what is considered to be fat, if I were, I don't know, something else, a lesbian, people were like, oh, these people are angry all the time because people don't empathize with them. So they would, so since I am, since I am what I am, and since Margot Robbie is what she is, I'm not comparing myself to Margot Robbie, but since she is what she is, uh, I think people listen to her more and suddenly they're like, maybe there is a problem. <laughs> right, right. If Margot yeah. Robbie is unhappy, you know, yeah, she feels that, that in some ways there are biases against her. She is one of the most beautiful people in the world and most talented. And she's also super funny. And she seems yeah. to be like a good person, you know, she supports, you know, working people. And now she, you know, she's helping to like, like yeah. unions and stuff. If she said so, whoo, then there must be a problem. Yeah. 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 It's also, you know, it's like a, it's the basic premise of the movie, what women want. Like we need yeah. Mel Gibson to, to tell us yeah, exactly. what women want. We can't just like ask them. They're right here. <laughs> No. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. So it's interesting. In that way, it's interesting. And the movie, so and th- what I like about the movie and what, was, what perplexed me is that it's so on-your-face feminist. I mean, there's no discussion about it. Like, when they go to the real world, it's presented as a patriarchy, men, on your, men are in charge, and there's no discussion about it. There's no like, no, 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 it's equal. No, no, no. Men are in charge. There's <laughs> right. no discussion about it. Right. And I love that. Yeah, that's really new. Right, right, right. That's very, that's very, very interesting. And we have to say the movie did extremely well. That's awesome. Financially and also, generally speaking, just like people loved it and good reviews. You know, yeah. some people hated it, but whatever, just silly reasons. And I have criticism. I, I have uh, things I don't like about it. I have things I feel uneasy about it. Yeah, uh, of course. Especially the relationship to Mattel, the relationship yeah, to the doll, a, the relationship to capitalism. Product, whatever, fuck exactly. them, right? It's not it, like we're happy that they made money. Right. Yeah. It's, it's of a, course. But yeah. this is what we have in the world, so whatever. Yeah, yeah. Yes, and it, it is helping in a way to change the discourse. Yeah. In, yeah. I think that, you know, people like teens... Who, like that, that for them, this is like a seminal movie, as we were saying, like education. This is like a bar. You already set, yeah. now you set a bar. Then afterwards, there are some things that you cannot claim anymore because that's already, you already settled it's that it's a bar. You settled yeah. that discussion when you were 15 and uh, whatever. And you, were, you agreed <laughs> already. So now yeah. when you're 30, you know, you, you just, you'll be at a different spot than someone who's 40 today. In many ways, just like being Absolutely. exposed to all kinds of gender things that I was never exposed to growing up yeah. in Israel, Absolutely. whatever. However, I am worried about something, and this was even before I saw the movie, is that I am worried that the same way it's setting the bar for the feminist discourse, it's also resetting the bar all over again about beauty standards. Hmm. Because uh, we see a lot of beautiful people, and it will. It, this has happened before, and okay. it will happen with this for sure that suddenly Barbie is popular again and that comes with beauty standards. And I also, I saw this uh, reel on TikTok that there's this uh, aesthetic um, intervention that is having a comeback because of Barbie is this thing to remove the trapeze that it is at the bottom of the neck so that you can have the neck that goes uh, right down Ah. to your shoulders like the doll. Oh my goodness. And that's horrible. 
I was like, I didn't know, I didn't know I have, I had to be insecure about this part of my body, but now I know. <laughs> is it, let's say, let's agree that men don't have to be insecure about that part because no. they never knew that it existed. <laughs> exactly. But uh, we, as women, we know we have to be insecure about like most of our bodies. Right. You, but now it's this too. <laughs> right. You know, you're already inoculated to it in, in some way. Yeah. Like if men were just like, too sensitive, too gentle. You have to exactly. be kind with us because exactly. uh, you know, we yeah. get hurt really, yeah, really. So, so it was a fun experience. Okay. okay. It's been like months since I posted anything. So much has been going on, you know, in my life here and yeah. in general. And uh, so, so sorry for that. And I want to thank uh, the patrons uh, on uh, patreoncom slash adof Uh, for supporting the podcast uh, even through that. Thank you. And, uh, you know, it's going to help me now. You know, it's been helping me um, always, but now it's like even more concrete that I can keep doing this everywhere. Uh, So thank you. Also, thank you, Lyosa. That's awesome. Uh, So so we'll find uh, another cool thing to talk about uh, soon. Oh, yeah, and P.S., Oppenheimer sucked. Oh, yeah, yeah. So boring. It, <laughs> it takes time to realize how boring it is. Like the more days that yeah. go by from watching the movie, it just becomes more, somehow more boring, even the less you think about it. Just like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. Like there were some things we wanted to say. I don't even remember them. That's how boring it was. I don't want to remember them. Whatever. Barbie. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. White genius. That was it. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> yeah I, 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 I like his movies, but this one just uh, didn't work. Yeah. Okay, whatever. Uh, so, so we'll see everybody uh, next time, and hopefully I'll see you here too uh, soon. Yeah, bye. Bye.